Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Interesting game. I mean, Sunday night, right? We thought it would be a blowout. Both you and I picked the Kansas City Chiefs with the points, which is eight and a half. And it turned into a barn burner. Um, The Chiefs won over the New York Jets 23 to 20. But New York City is a buzz because the beleaguered Zach Wilson Came up with the performance of his professional life, Rob. Patrick, I mean, he 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 arguably outplayed Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think he pretty much did outplay Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Zach Wilson was 28 for 39, 245 yards, threw for two touchdowns, no picks. I said no picks, and a passer rating of 105.2. Patrick Mahomes, Rob, 18 for 30, 203 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and a passer rating of 63. Could have been three so, if one, right? One yes, call back. Yes. So Zach Wilson was better than Patrick Mahomes yesterday. Um, and so, Rob, I'm going to throw this question out to you because, as I said, he's been beleaguered. Is, was last night proof, or did Zach Wilson prove? that he can be the Jets franchise quarterback going for, you know, once Aaron Rodgers is out of the picture. No way, no how. This is wow. typical. It's just uh, people are a prisoner of the moment, Chris. We talked about this before. When they won week one, I said to you, watch. He'll throw three picks and people will lose their minds and be like, oh, he can't play. Let's get rid of him. That. A, a bad, every time he has a bad game or plays poorly, you'll always revisit that and question whether or not the guy can play. And I'm just, I'm going to say, no, I'm not buying it. There's been enough. 
He it's not like he's played four games and we're passing judgment. Right. There's been there's enough uh material, Chris, film for me to look at it and not believe in that. The the the, the Jets were down 17 nothing. Patrick Mahomes had played horribly. That's how the game was close. <laughs> Let's just be real, Chris. And, and, and keeping it real. I'm keeping it. Let's do it. The the Chiefs often do this. We've talked about how they're not good at covering the spread. They don't cover the spread for whatever and, reason. Rob, last year they played five of the worst six teams in the AFC. See if I can remember. They beat Houston, which was horrible. They were the worst team in the AFC. Took Houston took them to overtime. Right. Indianapolis, which was horrible, beat them. Uh, the Raiders, who were horrible, they beat the Raiders by a point. Denver, which was horrible, they beat them by six and by three. And then, who am I missing? Tennessee, they beat by three. So, they do this. They play they, down they to their competition. Focus, right. They do. Whatever it might be, they, they toy with you. Next thing you know, it's a close game. I, Chris, I, I'm just not going to be lulled into this. Oh, they lost close. Look, oh, you know, there's a chance. Oh, he didn't throw any picks. He, uh, dude, I, I just don't. I don't have any confidence long term. I really don't. And I know that if it wasn't for the injury, he would be an afterthought and wouldn't be playing. And I get it. Aaron Rodgers would be in front of him. But if you really thought there were glimpses and whatnot, you could have really thought about him, and people wouldn't have this feel for him. I just, I just don't. I don't believe that he's their long-term future. They might say it because they have no alternative, because they had no, uh, Chris, they had no backup plan. And the other thing is he's played so poorly that even when he plays pretty good, it looks like it's uh, uh, all-pro performance. <laughs> like, that's how bad he is. No, like, I, I, right? I, I mean, come I, on, Chris. I'm right. not, I watched last night. I wasn't like, oh, my God, he really can play. I didn't feel that way at all. Well, the first thing, Rob, no, he has not proven that he's the quarterback of the future for the Jets, even, you know, even when Aaron Rodgers out of the picture. Um, what he did, Rob, was he earned another chance, right? He earned a little bit of rope. Right. He earned a little bit of leeway, a little bit of patience, because you know, Rob, I've been saying, go get Carson Wentz. And again, not that Carson Wentz is anything super special, but he's a legitimate NFL quarterback. And has had think. success in the and league. Are you success. kidding? Yes. Success that, Dan, that it looks like Zach Wilson may only dream about. And I'm willing to say, okay, he showed me a little something last night. I'm fine with him starting next week. You know, and and we'll see how it goes. Like, he's earned a little bit of time. But to your point, Rob, last night was just more than anything else. It was an example of how low, how absolutely low, how worms belly low, snakes belly, whatever you want to call it, low, the expectations have fallen for Zach Wilson. Because you said it, Rob. It wasn't like he lit the world on fire last night. He didn't even throw for 250 yards. That's what I'm saying. People he, he, are, people right, are he, jumping around like he threw for 500 yards <laughs> last night. 
No, I mean, he and Rob, the team, the offense scored 18 points, which is nothing to write home about. He didn't throw for 250 yards, and he had the fumble that, you know, could have cost him the game. Yeah, right, right. And yet we're raving about him like he's the next hot thing. Can I give you this? The next hotness. And I'll say this quickly, Rob. The kid made some nice throws, some great throws. Wait, the guy, he the, made the some guy, great. Guy was back. drafted. We're not acting like he can't play at all. Well, Chris. Right, 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 but right. that we kind of are because all he did last night was look like a solid, serviceable quarterback. I mean, really, if if any other, if Jacoby Brissett does what Zach Wilson did last night, are we? Is everybody up and raving like, oh my gosh? Jacoby Brissett, the new hotness. Right, right. I'm saying, like, if if who was the guy that made Huntley? Uh, Huntley was it? Ty, is it Tyler Huntley? Tyrus. Ty, Ty, Tyler Huntley. What is his name, Rob? Or G? Tyrone? The the he was a Pro Bowler. I should know his name. Nah, but I, I know who you're talking about with the, <laughs> the with back the, up to Lamar with Jackson. With the Ravens, right? Yeah, with the Ravens. If he does, if he has that very game last night. Tyler Huntley. Is anybody raving? He Huntley did much more than that last night, Rob. He's not even a starting quarterback in the league. Like, I thought he'd get a look somewhere to start. Right. He didn't. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how low. And I don't want to rain on his parade. He played well. It was the first time he showed us, Rob, for, for the most part, that he actually could be an NFL caliber quarterback a starting caliber quarterback but it's about it's about being consistent and that's right. the difference anybody like you could have a a, a good They're game or so NFL players exactly I mean, they got talent right but here's the other one Chris let me just give you the numbers real quick Patrick Mahomes fourth lowest QBR game of his NFL career last night that's how poorly he played Zach Wilson had his fourth highest QBR of his NFL career last night ready Mahomes QBR was still higher at 66.3 and Wilson's QBR 65.9 Chris this is what I'm saying like like this is what this is what you're celebrating it, it can't is be this your king right is this your king <laughs> right where well, no I mean, wait a minute I got one for you where's your messiah now <laughs> and again I don't want to rain on his parade rain, he baby did rain play well now he played well I'm gonna give him credit for that but what I'm saying, Rob, is that if this were his rookie year and he stared down Patrick Mahomes and went toe-to-toe with him, it'd be like, oh, man, this is his third year, Rob. And it's not like he hasn't played. It's his third year and he's gotten playing time. And this is it, uh, essentially uh, – he's probably had a moment or two here or there. This is essentially – the first glimpse he showed us. You know what I mean? Like, usually you'll see a glimpse. Justin Fields last year showed us glimpses, right? Even if they don't become a great quarterback, they'll show you a glimpse if they're, like, going to be good or going to be serviceable. And whenever Zach Wilson showed us glimpses in the terms of throwing for a lot of yards – or throwing for multiple touchdowns in a game, Rob, 
he always threw at least one interception and maybe multiple interceptions. Or he was throwing only completing 52% of his passes. I mean, something low like that. Last night was the first time he pretty much put it all together for we'll give him a game. And even then he fumbled. You know, and so just temper it a bit. I, 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 I'm happy for Jets fans. I saw some today in New York, and they're just smiling from cheek to cheek. They're smiling because they're one and three. Is that it? Not zero and four. Is that what they're, they're smiling, smiling just because they saw a glimpse? And like you said, Rob, it's got to be more consistent. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Our next guest is a Super Bowl champion winning coach, now an NFL analyst. We welcome in Charlie Weiss Charlie. to the iCouple. Charlie, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Just get ready for the Monday night game like everybody else. There you go. Yes, yes. Um, uh, let's start with the Sunday night game, though. And Rob and I were just talking about Zach Wilson's performance. Did he show you, Charlie, last night that he can be a starting caliber quarterback in this league or not? Well, I think the one thing that we saw last night, there were two things that people noticed. He played better. That's the second thing. But you know the first thing that people aren't talking about is the presence of Aaron Rodgers in the house. Right. I think that Aaron Rodgers presence in the locker room and at the game calmed things down for the Jets. And I think I think it I think it helped I I think really think it helped Zach's performance. I don't think he looked flustered. He threw the ball well. He, you know, he's athletic and he, his legs can help get him out of some trouble. I mean he's got a way to go, but I think that, that was a major positive step forward from what we've seen here for the last month or so. The expectations are so low that uh, just a decent game is like he won the Super Bowl last night, Charlie. I mean, that's how bad it's been for him. But let me go. I want to go to coaches. Sean Payton probably saved his his job last night, yesterday, if they would have lost no, to the no, Chicago Bears. Time out. out. That's not true because he's making so much money. They're not firing him in one year. Yeah, but it's wait a minute. Even. So you're going to tell me that it's going to be that the the well, that the wall that, okay, that the I'm, all right. That, but I'm but I'm saying like he would have lost everything. Uh, the people's faith, the confidence in him, had they lost to the Chicago uh, Bears, who had lost what 14 games in a row, really after the 70 point game, Charlie. Well, he's got, he's got egg in his face already. Uh, hey, look, I know Sean. I've known him since he, since he was an assistant coach before he was even a head coach. And he does a nice job as a head coach, but he took a bad approach walking in the door in Denver by bad mouthing the previous staff and saying how bad they were because he, right now his team is a pile of crap. And, <laughs> right. And um, seriously, he's, I mean, Russell Wilson actually played halfway decent for a change. Yes. So my, that team, that team, that team, you know, that team's a long, a long way away from being a competitive football team. Hey, hey, let, hey, let me just ask one more coach question, Chris. Let me jump in. Uh, Brandon Staley, I, I, I just cannot – someone has to explain. It's like he's playing Madden, and this is not Don't the NFL. Okay, Don't help, help me out, Charlie, because <laughs> it doesn't – if I was a player on that team, I would be mad I'd at be him. I'd be ticked off. I mean, it goes, it goes all the way back to 2021 where he lost yep. in both the division and then the playoffs – by being by, by just being Mr. Analytics, and then the thing about it, even when it doesn't work, he takes no accountability. Right. I mean, it's one thing. Look, at I've made I've made calls before 
that when they work, usually they're minimized how many people talk about them. People question them, but when they work, they say, okay, he got away with it. But right. when they don't work, you're going to be scrutinized. But instead of passing a buck, just say, yeah, in hindsight, you know, I, I could have been much more conservative, but, you know, and, and take, take your hit and then move on. But the thing is, he keeps doing it. We keep on waiting for him to, to wake up. I mean, will somebody just slap him in the face one time and say, <laughs> wake the hell up? Charlie, it's terrible. It, it, I mean, and again, like Rob said, if I was a player on that team, I we work all week, our blood, sweat, and tears, and you you're gonna give away the game. He's been fortunate the last two weeks with interceptions at the goal the line to win right. both games. He should be on four. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, last thing I want to ask you though: last night we saw, or yesterday, uh, Mac Jones, and he obviously struggled badly uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Now I thought he had a good rookie year. There's no doubt he had a good rookie year. Last year, they have a defensive coordinator for the offense. So, I, I mean, I almost give him a pass on that. But he, I don't know if he's regressing, but he does, he's not engendering much confidence in his abilities going forward. What are you seeing with him, and what do you think kind of the future holds for him as far as how good he can be? Well, he's definitely part of the problem. So let me, you know, because you know I'm a Patriot homer. Yes. Let me, let me, go, let me, let me go through a couple other things. Their offensive line is played like garbage. Yep. They don't have a they don't have a wide receiver that anyone cares about. Yep. I mean, no wide receiver that you have to game plan for. So if you don't have anyone outside that scares the defense, and your offensive line hasn't played very well, then you start forcing things. And you carelessly make mistakes, like his, like his interceptions yesterday. I mean, were careless mistakes. They weren't just like bad, just just outright bad throws. They're throwing across your body, across the field. They're just you know they're just careless. They're reckless because what happens, and it happens on both sides of the ball, not just with the quarterback and other offensive players, but when a team starts pressing. And you feel like you have to make a play. Sometimes you do dumb things, and that's exactly what he did last night. And, you know, and, and I'm not giving him a free pass for for how he played because he didn't play very well. I'm just I'm just saying I look at things from the big picture and look at him as part of the problem, not just being the problem. Last thing, Charlie. We got about a minute to go. Uh, Daniel Jones and the Giants off to uh, uh, not a great start. What do you think of him? They gave him a boatload of money. People questioned that signing and, and the amount of money. How good is he as a quarterback? I think he's a lot better with Saquon Barkley playing. Him. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, I mean, we say that in jest, but it's not in jest. I mean, that team is built around Saquon. And Daniel Jones is a really effective quarterback when Saquon is in there and healthy and at the top of his game. But when he's not, when he's not, it's kind of scary. It, it really is. It's kind of scary. Charlie, you I don't know if uh, you can answer this in about four, 30 to 40 seconds, but you you bring up Saquon. What do you, what's your feeling on what's happening to running backs in the league as far as 
you know, them not really getting good contracts. They they paid Daniel Jones instead of Saquon. And it's happening all over the league. Well, unlike most people, I blame the Players Association. There you go. Oh, there you go. Man. Like no, us. We We're agree. on the same page. Go ahead, Charlie. Uh, and I blame them because when they, when they do these contracts, okay, they come to a number for all these positions. That's negotiated. So if you're an owner, okay, if you're an owner, why are you paying above uh, above above what the the top dollar that was negotiated for? It doesn't make any sense. Ooh. I personally think that there's a handful of running backs that are worth a lot more than that top number with yep. your franchise at. But it, I understand that the the durability of the running backs are, are a lot less than a lot of the other positions. I think a happy medium would be. To pay him more money than that that ten million dollar number, but not not as long a contract as you'd sign a wide receiver or a quarterback for. So instead of a five year deal, give him a three year deal. Instead of ten million dollars, give him thirteen million dollars. I think there's got to be a happy medium, but it starts with negotiations with the right. players' association, and and and, if, and the players' association negotiates that number. Why would any good businessman say I have to pay you more? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, we, you're right on the money. Yep. They they're Thank not standing you. up for themselves. You're nope. absolutely right. Charlie, great stuff, man. Appreciate we appreciate you. it. Thank you. All right. Have fun tonight. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what I want to ask you, and I said this earlier. Um, if the MVP, and we're early, but this is what you do, right? Um, four games in, a month into the regular season, and... I was saying earlier as we were talking about the Bills that I think you could make a good case for Josh Allen as MVP. Um, but I think the top three, some, you know, we had a caller, Chili Tim said Tua, I think it was him. And that's fine because Tua's been, Tua's got the best numbers, right? And and they obviously um, are having a successful season at three and one. So I, that that's, that's legit, Tua. Josh Allen, and to me, Rob, the third guy, when you just watch these games and see the impact he's having on the games, I would say Christian McCaffrey, the running back for the San Francisco 49ers. That's but you, you, it would hurt. Those would be, I mean, it changes. I had Micah Parsons number one after two weeks. So, you know, we're just, we're just talking. But right now, I think, those three would be my top three. Uh, Tua, Josh Allen, and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and I got it. He's, uh, what did you got, 600 yards? League leading, 459 right? rushing. He's but leading the league by um, almost 100 yards. Yep, seven he's touchdowns. On pace. He's on pace, Rob, for 1,951 rushing yards, which, you know, isn't a record. I mean, it's not even 2,000. I don't want to say it, not even. Like, that's easy to do. But remember, you get the extra game, and it still wouldn't be 2,000 yards, and 25 touchdowns. So it's not like, you know, these are historic numbers, but he is putting up great numbers. He's averaging 5.7 yards a carry, and he's valuable in their receiving game. He's the second, uh, got the second most catches in the league for a running back. Now, he's not close to the top in receivers, but for a running back, he's second, second most receptions and Rob, and I know last year doesn't matter, but since he joined the team, remember he was traded there from Carolina midway right. through last season, they're 14-1. and one, And they were, they lost the first game he played. Remember he came in like early in the week and it was questions, is he even going to play? And he did play, but really didn't know the playbook and all that. That's the game they lost against Kansas City. So since then, he's actually, they've actually won... 14 straight games with him on the team. And so, again, I know that doesn't count for this year, but I I think the dude is, again, 
you look at Patrick Mahomes not having his typical season. Lamar's not really having an MVP season, although he's playing really well. Justin Herbert's playing well, but they're two and two. Uh, Joe Burrow's not in the hunt. Jalen Hurts is not putting up the tremendous numbers. The guys with some some of the guys with big numbers aren't winning, you know. So I I I, I do think right now those would be my top three. Yeah. Uh, he, here's the problem with with that, Chris, is that we have seen other guys put up some incredible numbers when you talk about uh, not being a quarterback, right? And those guys could barely, barely even get a vote. And I think that is the problem that he's going to have. It's like, was it, uh, I don't have them in front of me, Rob G. Did you, do I have it all? Okay, Rob G, jump in because we went over this list. And Chris, just listen to the guys and what they were able to do and the numbers they put up and barely sniff votes. Barely. Like, that's the issue. Rob, do you got the, you got the yeah, list? This is the last 10 years non-quarterbacks to get MVP votes and guys who put up great numbers couldn't even now, get MVP Now, l- let me ask you this, sure. Rob G. Yep. Isn't the voting a tad bit different now? Now it is, yes. Right, now it's so what is, explain that. So now you can vote first, second, and third place votes. And you right, get and that yeah. just started what? Last year. Last year. So, uh, so when you get these numbers... This was when you just, Correct. for the most part, you just voted for one person. Sure. So here, oh, That's he, a huge difference. Here's in the last 10 years, non-quarterbacks to get MVP votes and what they had to do to even get a vote. 2021, Cooper Cup got one vote. He won the NFL receiving triple crown. Second most yards ever, second most Which is crazy. Ever. Just he think about that. Vote. He got one vote and... and uh, Put in that kind of work. 2017, Todd Gurley got eight votes. He had over 2,000 scrimmage yards and 19 touchdowns as the hub. Yeah, I remember of thinking the Rams that Gurley offense. was there was certainly the Rams MVP. Right, right. 2016, yeah. Ezekiel Ali got six votes. He had just under 2,000 scrimmage yards, 16 touchdowns. Again, him and Dak that surprise season as rookies. 2014, this was the the closest. J.J. Watt got 13 votes. 20 and a half sacks, a touchdown, and he had three receiving touchdowns. So he now that's pretty that's pretty incredible. 20 and a half sacks, 13 votes is a lot. And then here, Rob Parker, these are the guys you mentioned that had phenomenal seasons, couldn't get a single vote. 2020, Derrick Henry, over 2,000 rushing Chris, yards. 2,000 rushing no yards, zero votes. Like zero. Well, again, that was when they only voted for one person. No. Who won the MVP that year? I believe that was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers that year? Yeah. 2019, Michael Thomas, NFL record at the time, 149 Another one, catches. 149 catches went no for votes. not. 2018, Aaron Donald, a defensive tackle, got 20 and a half sacks. No votes. It's a quarterback award until further notice. I, I, I think that's a little, but I, I think those, like number one, I think, Again, that was most of those were, if not all of them, were in years where you only voted for one person, not three. And I imagine three, it'll be, it won't just be based on who has the most first place, right? It'll be like, like it'll be the like NBA the other NBA point votes. System, yeah, right. point system. Um, two, I'd like to know what those guys' records were. Now, maybe they were great. 
I know the year. I remember the year. Was it 2012, you said, for J.J. Watt when he had the 20 and a half sacks? And they had a really good season, the Texans. That, that was year. 2014. Was that 2012, 20, 2012, Adrian Peterson actually won it. With, that was a running he got back. 30 votes, won MVP. He had over 2,000 rushing yards and 13 touchdowns. Remember, they didn't have a quarterback that year. It was Adrian right. Peterson left, Adrian Peterson right. right, and they ended up winning the division. So 2014 was the year J.J. Watt, Watt had, had the okay, phenomenal they, he season. Was, was he with Houston? Yes. They went 9-7. and seven. You're not winning it at 9-7. and seven. So I think a few things have to happen. One, obviously McCaffrey would have to keep this up, okay, which is, you know, that's a lot to ask. So, But if he keeps this up, Rob, and they go, say, 14-3, and three, He's in the conversation now. So that, that, but that doesn't seal it, obviously. But I think if he keeps these numbers up, gets near 2,000 yards rushing, and they go 14 and three, I think he's in the discussion. But then, Rob, what if a, no quarterback from one of the highest winning teams has great numbers? That's the type of thing that I think would open it up for a non-quarterback to win the award. Like, what if Philly ends up with the best record? And, I mean, Philly's going to have a great record. Jalen Hurts right now not putting up MVP numbers. San Francisco's going to have a great record. Nobody's going to make Brock Purdy the MVP. Uh, Dallas, I, I don't think Dak at this point would be in the MVP race. Um, Buffalo, of course, Josh Allen, Miami, Tua. Uh, right now, I think Patrick Mahomes probably will get himself back in the race. And then Lamar, uh, you know, like, no, but, it's just... But, but this is the problem, and you saw with Michael Parsons, Chris. You have a bad game, one bad game, and, and you know, the way that that award is set up, you could fall out of it like that. I mean, uh, after the first two games, you know, you were feeling good about him just saying if he continues to play that way. Right. He has one bad game, and they're like, you don't want to even address that. It wasn't that. even like that bad No, of but game. you know what I'm I mean, saying, right? Like, right, like right. All, all, Already, it's kind of like, okay, well, you'll move on to somebody else. Like, like well, that I do quickly. think the bar, well, they got beat by the freaking No, I know, park, I know, but you, know? you, you get and, what and, I'm saying, but, though. Yeah, but, well, I do think unfortunately, the bar is probably higher for a non-quarterback, right? Like, you're right. Like, And, and I think, look, they've played four games. So each game, and at that point, when Parsons, when they lost Arizona, they only played three games. So I think when you're this early in the season, you're looking more at each individual game. But at the end of the year, Parsons may have three, four games where he doesn't do much. But if he's got 22 sacks, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to say, oh, but he didn't play well in that one game against Houston or whatever. Same for McCaffrey. If he's got 2,000 yards, 2,300 yards from scrimmage, and he had two piss-poor games, we're not going to – that's not going to matter because of the grand total. So, I just think it's heightened right now because it's so early in the year and there's so few games that they've played. Here's, um, here's the other thing, too, is that in Vegas right now, Brock Purdy, right, has better odds. It does he the, than, than yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. That, yes. that, because of the nature of the award. So what are the right? odds? Give me the top five right now. Rob G has it. So, it depends on where you look, right, because each sports book has different odds. But the consensus, go to Vegas Insider. They have a, a compiling of all the different outlets you can bet at. In order, the top 
six right now are Josh from, Allen. From six up? No, from one Give down. Give us from six. Okay. From six up, Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tungavailoa, Josh Allen. I don't, that's kind of ridiculous. And then get this below Brock Purdy, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and then Trevor Chris, Lawrence. And then Christian McCaffrey. I come on, Rob. I know you're arguing that, and I get it. You're just saying this is how it is. But does that list sound right to you? Trevor Lawrence? I know. <laughs> no, He's that, ahead of Christian McCaffrey. No, that list doesn't sound right. And I don't even know. Like, that's a ridiculous list. But, yeah. And even Brock Purdy. Look, but, I, I like Brock Purdy. And he's playing great. But, the he, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is the main cog of that offense. But, again, we just saw it with the Giants, Chris. And, and I hear you. The same way that they kind of discounted Saquon, right, for Daniel yep. Jones. This yep. is the problem. This is right? part this of is why. Exact, I mean, what did this, Charlie White just think, say? Didn't he say the same yep. thing? Yep. The and don't is think be- this doesn't play into the finances, right? It does. I mean, they, Christian McCaffrey's behind Trevor Lawrence How? and Brock Purdy. I mean, come and Mahomes hasn't had a great year. We, Mahomes just threw two interceptions yesterday. Right, right. He has it's just and guess what? Mahomes and Russell Wilson has the, have the same stats. Right. Can you believe Russ that? Is, Russ has actually got good numbers. He's in the top 10 in almost everything. Yes, but that tells you what we're dealing with. Um, and, uh, Rob, I, I, do you second my notion that make a Peyton Manning award or Johnny Unitas award? I was going to say, it would have, call to it me, it would have to be Johnny Unitas or somebody yeah, of I'm, that I'm ilk. Cool with that. Like Cy si, like si Young. You know what I mean? Yeah, like somebody right. from the old days. That's right. fine. That's fine. I don't think anybody would be mad about that. Nah, not at all. And give it to, that'll be prestigious, just like the Cy Young. The Cy and Young then, is a big just, award. Right, right now, it's ridiculous. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.